outside a thrift store where I just purchased a little black dress for a special event in two days. Cynthia and I make a pinky swear in the car. This is a recording, yes. Cynthia. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Whoa, hold your horses. Let's lasso in a few details. My name is Heather Lee. I'm one of many people, like Cynthia, who makes sense of the world and maybe our value or purpose in it through creative acts. This is one of them, and it's a podcast. Say yes to the music. Episode one, Pinky Swear. Let's do it. Cynthia and I are college friends, and we're here at our alma mater in Springfield, Missouri. It's been almost a quarter century since we first met. Freshman year, in the theater department, she was the stage manager for a production called A Projection of Marilyn. And I was one of several young women who played Marilyn Monroe. My mother didn't understand, probably because one of the scenes I was in, I was rolling around on the floor with not just one or two, but three men playing Marilyn Monroe's lovers. Then the three men, you know, an actor playing Joe DiMaggio, an actor playing Henry Miller, and one playing a Kennedy brother, wrapped me in saran wrap as I stood like a May Day pole center stage and threw eggs on me to symbolize Marilyn's many miscarriages. Yeah, it was awesome. And to be fair, I also had a singing part that my mom could understand. I sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Now, that production was my last theater performance. But Cynthia went on, became a, quote, real musician, fronting the mic here and there over the years as she finished a degree, got into sales, and married a man so admirable that the people who worked for him called him Me Poppy and raised a son. So even though Cynthia and I have seen each other over the years, it's the first time that both of us are back in Springfield with this group of people. She flew up from Austin, I drove down from Kansas City, and other alums, and I'm not talking about Brad Pitt, who is from Springfield, Missouri, or John Goodman, who did go to the same college Cynthia and I did, but other alums from our college theater department are arriving to join us in honoring a musical theater performer, dancer, and actor only a few years our senior. We're all Gen Xers, and that means we're approaching midlife. And this is the first wake of someone from our friends list. Derek's wake is a cause for existential introspection, another chance to reflect on where we are in life what we're surviving, and what we're open to. When I first got the news about Derek's death, um, of course, my first instinct was to say no. And it had already been a year of no. Like so many of us, Cynthia's been dealing with her own dark cloud. As you're well aware, I've been through this chronic pain journey 
So initially, I said, no, I will not go to the wake to say goodbye to Derek because of my pain and because I just didn't want to face the sadness, you know, the reality of it. But um, I'm so glad you encouraged me to say yes and joined me for what turned out to be, you know, a really good weekend and, you know, seeing where everyone was at and, you know, all united for one thing. You know, that started to open me up to yes, but the pinky swear, the pinky swear in the car, that's what did it. Because, you know, we're girls of the 80s, you know, pinky swear is like a blood oath. I mean, it's like once a goonie, always a goonie, right? Alrighty then, let's listen to the entire pinky swear promise. Cynthia, Mm -hmm. I promise you I'm going to make a jingle in the next, we need, it has to be time bound, that's very corporate of me. Okay. How, How long do you need for you to pop out one of those songs for your own podcast? Show, remember we talked about mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Or one of the March songs, or one of, or that. I really like the last one you sang me. President. Yeah. I don't know, a month, two months. Can we just do it by my birthday? I'll make that a goal. For sure. Pinky swear. Okay, pinky swear. And I also pinky swear, I'll knock another one out. Okay. Pinky swear. Let's do it. Once a goonie, always a goonie, right? From cave drawings to augmented reality, from statues and sculptures to moving pictures, artists since the beginning of society have sought to make sense of the world. Life is chaos. The artist's work is to express how she's transformed or is transforming that chaos. I've had to say no to a lot of things in life because I just physically, you know, couldn't do it. But one yes that was always in my mind, or it, I don't even know, it was more of a, a visceral feeling than a you know, complete thought, was I still had a need to create. I still had a need to try to craft lyrics and melodies and get the things out um, that I needed to get out because, you know, for many of us, songwriting is a cathartic thing and a a song starts with just like a simple emotion that can well up into you and you know we've had a lot of negativity in our country and across the planet in this last uh, few years and there's a lot to write about a lot welling up inside me Swiss psychiatrist and philosopher Carl Jung identified a commonality of human personalities he called archetypes. He believed these archetypes emerge like actors onto Shakespeare's world stage from the collective. The creator archetype is one of those archetypes, and Cynthia and I are creators in spades. We took a quiz. And like every artist knows, you need the tension of a deadline to crank out the work. Of course, I waited until the 11th hour, literally the day before you flew down to Austin to actually record my pinky swear. And that opened up a whole new world of yeses. 
because as we had discussed, I, you know, was crafting these lyrics and, and these melodies and uh, tinkering around on the keyboard and singing and, but not recording any of it. Now, Cynthia's already made good on her part of our pinky swear. She's recorded a song called Testify at Beauda Treehouse Studio. A place I didn't even know about until a couple days before you came to town and already feeling a sense of community, love the recording engineers. I'm enthralled when she shares about her recording experience. And I secretly hope we could stop there. And in a moment of synchronicity, she gets a call from its owner the Saturday I'm in town. David invites us to go to the house concert at the Beauty Tree House. Now, I've never been to a jam, but this is a fairy tale studio right outside Austin, Texas. And, you know, jams are common practice here. This one's getting filmed. Uh, we'll have to use a Look at all the this mic's going to be really attack okay. clicky. <laughs> He's a good sport, too, isn't he? Yes. I'm in awe that people, you know, do this. I'm also looking for cues to see if I could ever be so bold or as experienced to play music like this. There's an equal number of men and women in the bustling and beautiful studio space. But here's the equation. And one of the reasons behind this podcast Only one woman is in that circle with the other musicians. The rest of us are audience members. After the session is over, Cynthia and I introduce ourselves to her. We tell her about the pinky swear, perhaps even mention our current state of disillusionment and the existential angst of sliding into midlife. She has some advice. She just really put it all in perspective. She said, when in doubt, say yes to the music. Oh, that's not just music to my ears. It's a great name for a podcast. I believe we're the coping mechanisms of the five people we connect with most. Music is one of my coping mechanisms. And it's one of the more positive ones. Life is chaos. And so is the creative process. Saying yes is the first step. But there's two more steps in amplifying the creative part of you. Steps that are deeply scarier. And I'm going to tell you what they are. If we're really creators, if that's really part of my purpose, maybe your purpose, then we have to do something else that New York Times best-selling author Austin Kleon, also from Austin, Texas, advises artists to do in his books, such as Keep Going and Show Your Work. It's something that all the people in that room at the jam in Austin did, and all the people did at Derek's wake. The threshold creators must cross when we're at a crossroads. We have to share ourselves. And of course, there's an enormous catch right in that moment that will want you to close down before you share anything that is personal to you. You have to be vulnerable. A friend who shares her voice at church and on stages once said, singing is like opening your legs to a new lover. Sex, death, rock and roll. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Say Yes to the Music. Oh, and I did make good on my part of the pinky swear. I made a jingle for a podcast.
called Say Yes to the Music. Say yes to the music. Say yes to how our hearts beat. This one goes out to Austin songwriter Cynthia Fowler, a woman who's inspired me to write songs and a woman who has something to share and a song to say it through. Here's Testify. Thanks for listening. Modern age, we sleep at night with. Be-